Welcome to File Under Entertainment Podcast with Dylan and Eric. I'm Dylan. And I'm Eric. Ho, 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 Dylan. Oh, wait, it's not our holiday episode anymore. We already did that, but it is yeah. H. Yeah. So it still fits. Happy, but, happy, happy. <laughs> I can't think of Happiness of the Katakuris. <laughs> yes. Hungry, oh hungry hippos. <laughs> Those are all, indeed things that start with H. Yeah. Yes. So how was your Christmas? Uh, it was all right. We got together with my parents on the 20th. And then Melody's mom came over yesterday and gave us all that. Very nice. Well, I can't see it. It's a, a bunch of things. Here, I'll, oh. do you want this giant pillow by you? No, it's okay. What the hell is that? Oh, my God. What? what? It's a large uh, light. It's a, yeah, it's large a Christmas plush, light. Plush pink Christmas light bulb. And now it's near you. And now it's going over there. Okay. <laughs> So, episode H. Yeah. I've forgotten these movies because we were supposed to record this at the same time that we did the holiday episode, and uh-huh. you hadn't watched any of the movies <laughs> as usual. Yeah. So it was like a mad dash, photo finish kind of thing to finish up before I got here. And well, you, sh- you should know by now. <laughs> I should. That's how I do it. So we pushed it off for a week, and uh, now I've forgotten. So hopefully I took decent enough notes because i'm sure you took no notes as usual right oh you watched them back when you were you're saying yeah. okay oh yeah i because okay. i thought we were going to record you know both episodes okay well I, I just watched them okay so you'll have to like take the lead with some of these because <laughs> okay. some of these notes might not make any sense now uh all right so poll results for our g episode which feels like a billion years ago now. yes um Green Street Hooligans got 67% of the vote, and Good, Bad, and the Weird got the remaining 33%. Hmm. So, oh, oh, and I, yeah, I forgot, so I'll have to pardon the, the late interruption, because I, I did something a little bit different. <laughs> so, instead of putting uh, Christmas with the Cranks up against the man who came to dinner, uh-huh. because I said, you know, my sanity wouldn't be able to take it if <laughs> someone actually, like, voted for Christmas with the Cranks. So, I put, uh, like, how many more stars is uh, Man Who Came to Dinner better than Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. okay um, so the average consensus is seven to nine stars better got 50% of the vote. One to three stars better got 25% of the vote. And a full ten stars better got 25% of the vote. Oh, from you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the remainders were, um, you know, I'm guessing David probably voted it one to three stars better because he seems to have some affinity for Christmas with the Cranks for some reason, yeah. which I would like for him to explain himself. He asked me directly why I hated Christmas <laughs> because it, <laughs> yeah. I must have come off like a real ass, like a <laughs> Scrooge saying that I hate Christmas. And so I just explained like it doesn't have the same magic as it does mm-hmm. you know, when you're a kid. As an adult with no kids of my own, like we celebrate for the pets, but it doesn't really... You know, resonate. Speaking okay. of magic, have you seen the movie? This is completely unrelated, but have you seen the movie Soul, the Pixar movie? No. It's on Disney Plus. I no. Have not. I'm sure you could find some other way to watch it, if you don't have Disney Plus. Um, okay. I highly recommend it. It was. It made me look at life in a different way. Soul. S O U L. Yeah, it's about like jazz music and like this guy dies and becomes like, he like is going up the per- to the pearly gates and he's like oh shit i don't want to die and he like runs off and then he like uh gets stuck in this different existential area like where they're like raising the new souls 
and he mm. becomes a mentor to this one troubled soul that can never like become ready to go to earth and it's really good okay. and it teaches you a lot of like like interesting ways to look at life like huh. the main message is like like maybe i shouldn't tell you i'm gonna tell you anyway main message <laughs> is like everyone thinks that they are supposed to have like a purpose in life yeah. or like it there's always something else that you need to strive to attain and that's your purpose um but what they're saying is your purpose is just to live and appreciate the things that you have like oh it's a nice day out or oh i'm with people i like or i just had something that i like to eat and okay. stuff like that all right so i, I was like no oh, then We'll see how long that uh, I hold on to that mentality <laughs> for. You should have saved that for your S episode. I don't know if you had something picked for S already. I think I do. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but you <laughs> seem like you're putting more insight into that movie than you do with some of the other well, ones. I mean, I just watched confused. it. So, okay. All right. Well, I will take your recommendation and okay. do something with it. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, hopefully watch it is the thing you do with it. TBD. Are you ready to get into... Happiness um, of the Katakuris. Yes. From 2001, written by Kikumi Yamagashi, directed by Takashi Miike, starring Kenji Sawada, Kiko Matsuzaka, Shinji Takeda, and Naomi Nishida. What's the synopsis? Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, see, I'm already getting out of rhythm here. <laughs> IMDb rating of 7.1, Rotten Tomatoes score of 68%, and an audience score of 82%. So okay. now what's your synopsis? Synopsis is uh, this family buys this like guest house in the middle of bum, bumfuck Nova Scotia. <laughs> and um, It's really Japan. But <laughs> every yeah, every um, guest that arrives there ends up dying, and they're trying to cover it up because they think that they'll get even less guests. If, like, the first guests, like, killed themselves. And hilarity and feverish dreams ensue. <laughs> feverish dreams, yes. Okay. So the actual IMDb synopsis is a family moves to the country to run a rustic mountain inn when, to their horror, the customers been, begin befalling sudden and unlikely fates. So, yeah, yeah. pretty close to what yeah. he had said. I should be a film critic. Um, my first note was that it's fucked up right from the very onset because the first scene is like the uh, claymation kind of thing with the flying like egg soup monster yeah. that tears out the lady's uvula because yeah. it looks like a, a heart. heart and then it like flies off but then it eats it. And then he in turn is eaten by a crow who is eaten by a burlap sack creature Yeah, who becomes an egg which is eaten by a snake and then the bird carrying the snake to its babies the snake drops the egg which hatches another egg soup monster who is eaten by the crow again like this is all within the first couple yeah. minutes and i i honestly don't think i've seen this movie since the first time i've seen it and i just remembered it being so powerful and impactful that i loved <laughs> it so much that i was just like oh my god, I have to own this on DVD and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and so I do. And then it was like, oh my god, and this is the movie that we have to talk about in the podcast. You ended, you showed it to me when I was a kid, and I must have blocked out the majority of it, but I didn't <laughs> forget that initial scene. <laughs> yeah, just very weird. And really on, bizarre. Takashi Miike, he's, I mean, he's really cool. He's done a lot of, like... Uh, Auditioned. Yeah, Audition, yeah. which was another, like, really powerful, impactful movie. And Ichi the Killer... 
and he's got also you know, fucked up. Yes, Osaka Tough Guys is another one by him, and he's he's just really good. And so this is another one of those. But this is, it's so bizarre. And I was watching it, and I don't know if you want to get into it right now. You were gonna give me grief because how many times have I stated? Yeah. So what what genre <laughs> of movie would you call this? Uh, <laughs> Lamentably, it's like. It's a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. It's yeah. a musical comedy. I mean, I, I guess I completely blocked that out. How? There's I, so I, I much. I don't know because I was kind of taken aback. Like the the fir- very first scene, like the yeah. first uh, like suicide of the guest. Uh-huh. They come in and it's just like this rock opera kind of uh-huh. uh, staging and everything. And I was like, okay, well that, that that's kind of weird. Is that the only one, and then it, they break in a song at like several other points yeah. in time in the in the movie, and it was, uh, yeah. Your hate for musicals must be pretty strong if you blocked out the entire movie. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just I guess I had a different appreciation for it, or I just liked that it was so weird, or maybe I was coming off of the high of watching audition and some of those uh-huh. other Takashi Miike movies that. Um, that I'd black that out. I mean, overall, it's, it's still an enjoyable film. It just was, really? it had a lot more music moments than I remembered. And there were very, a lot of songs. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So. <laughs> one, one scene that was kind of just, what is the age of consent over in Japan? I, oh, are you talking about like the sumo guy? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, a lot of those girls, I think they try to look, like, younger than they actually are. She anyway. had, like, a little backpack, and she looked like a fucking, like, elementary school student or something. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, certainly if it's, like, elementary student, that's, like, way too young. It's but fucking I weird. Uh, I, I don't know what it actually is. Probably 16, 18, I'm guessing. It was disturbing. It was disturbing. And yeah. Melody kept saying, what is going on? <laughs> and I was like, bunch of bullshit. <laughs> So did she not watch it with you? Or she was just like bits and pieces? Kind of she thing? saw... Okay, so in the DVD that you gave me, it starts with a trailer to audition. Okay. And she saw the trailer and I was like, this I don't want to watch this shit. Because she wasn't in the mood to watch something like off-putting and upsetting, mm-hmm. which is what that movie is. Yeah, oh yeah, um, big time. Which are what a lot of his movies are, it seems yeah. like. Um, but... I told her, like, hey, that's not what this is. This is, like, a happier movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, happier. A happier tone, you know? Sure. Um, so she was, like, sitting there with me for a while, and then she she lost interest shortly after the sumo part, and then she went into the bedroom, and then the only other commentary she gave on it was, that movie's really loud. Because <laughs> I think I was playing it really... I have a tendency of playing movies incredibly loud with my awesome sound system. <laughs> That blows the doors off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, as you mentioned, I, I like that we do the synopsis thing because we have a habit of, like, aside from Clash of the Titans, which we did. Before, oh, yeah. We, yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, that was payback for Shadow's Up. Um, <laughs> we, we jump around a lot. So, uh, yeah, you'd mentioned, like, they... It's a... Okay, so it's a, a father, a mother their like adult daughter who has a yeah. daughter of her own their adult son mm-hmm. and like it, the, the great grandfather yeah yeah um so they all and po and pochi and yeah pochi the dog 
the little like little little dog. shaggy yeah. dog. Uh, so they have all... you seen the Shaggy DA? No. Okay. Is it what is that? That's uh, a <laughs> that's a yeah, it's a movie. The Shaggy DA. Yeah, the Shaggy District Attorney. It's about um, this guy who gets a curse put on him to be exchange bodies with this shaggy dog and he still wants to run for district attorney (laughs) so he's like running for district attorney as the dog and there's this one scene where um like he it's the dog for a second and then you can very clearly tell it's like a guy in a dog suit and he like punches this dude in the face and then jumps out the window (laughs) oh my god what what kind of a movie do you it's, watch? That one's a Disney one as well. It's, really? it's very old. The Shaggy DA. Yeah. So how? What is his platform? How is he communicating with any people that he? How is he expressing the fact that he wants to run for district attorney as a dog? Well, okay. And how so is anyone taking him seriously? So anytime, like anytime, like somebody like puts this ring on or something, the curse gets transferred to him. So he'll be like giving a speech, and then he'll slowly start turning into the dog. <laughs> So he's got this, like, he's going to be on television, and they're, like, all getting, like, the cameras and stuff ready, and then he's, like, sitting there getting ready, too, and then he turns into the dog, and then he's like, oh, shit, I'm a dog, and then he, like, jumps out the window, and everyone's like, what's going on? So. so what the hell? So the guy that was there that was very clearly a human that was supposed to be making a speech then turns into a dog and jumps out the window. Yeah. And everyone very, like... <laughs> You 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 gotta watch it. It's not very good, but uh, okay, I'll say this. Don't say. <laughs> um, I'll just show you the scene where he punches the dude in the face and then okay. jumps out the window. I'm sure I will appreciate that. <laughs> oh yeah, and I forgot like the, I mentioned the Harold Lloyd thing that I was going to show you afterwards. So I'll have to show. Oh you that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So okay, we got some homework assignments for, mm-hmm. for afterwards. Anyway, so getting back to this movie. Uh, yeah, they they get this guest that arrives in the middle of this rainstorm so mm-hmm. well, okay so they're out in the middle of the mountains yeah and they bought this guest house because essentially they were going to be building a new a, a road, new like road highway that was going to be yeah like a super highway that was going to be running right past it mm-hmm. uh and that a lot of tourists would be coming to visit the mountain and they would be driving directly mm-hmm. past this guest house well that they hadn't built the road yet so i don't know if it's established how long they've actually been out there but they are like barely scraping by because they yeah. never get any business. Yeah. There's some people that occasionally will, like, will go for a hike, but even they don't want to stay there. And they were like all super weird. It's just, it's a very odd movie. Yeah. Anyone that knows Takashi Miike will know that he has like really odd, unsettling movies. And this is exactly uh-huh. in that same vein. But so the first guest that they get, he like shows up in the middle of this pouring <laughs> rainstorm and then they. They show him to his room. He asks for a beer, which they bring up. <laughs> he ends up... That's another, like, musical moment where he's, like, drafting his suicide note. Yeah. Well, he doesn't even leave a suicide note. He draws a picture of a woman's oh, yeah, spreading yeah, yeah, yeah. leg. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, he's... Yeah, he's he's drawing or writing mm-hmm. something, and you're he's meant to think that song, he's, yeah. like, writing his note or whatever, but it ends up not being in it. So but, yeah, instead he, of using the knife that he brings, he uses he he chisels down like the the take a key uh, plastic thing and kills himself with that. Yeah, that and they're was, like, "Why he had a knife? Why right. didn't he use it?" And so they were very uh, 
befuddled by it and so was i like i wrote in the note like why not use the knife why he actually goes through the effort of chiseling down the hotel key to stab himself with so weird but again that's another one of those just moments takashi miki moments (laughs) uh the adult daughter brings her daughter into town and then meets meets the richard sagawa who is who claims to be uh, a u.s navy man um, working for the British, for the British Royal Navy, and his uh, also, his aunt is Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, he's also a British spy, and he's a member of the royal family because yeah. it's he's his aunt is uh, Queen Elizabeth. So, but it turns out he's a con man. Yes, he is a wanted con man. He is indeed. But he he was funny. I I loved that when he was about to shit scene. his pants. <laughs> yeah, he was like. He like goes, so he's, his ass. Like well, he ass. like goes and he's like walking out in the middle of nowhere trying to get up to the mountain guest house and he's like all disheveled and all fucked up and he like stops by this like creek thing and drinks a bunch of the water from the creek and then yeah. it shows like all this like toxic drums and like fucking corpses <laughs> yeah, like, of, like animals, animals and like all laying there. Yeah. So then he gets like uh, poisoned by the water basically so yeah. he's up there. And it's implied that he shits his pants because in <laughs> yes. the next scene he's wearing different he's wearing pants. Different pants. <laughs> yeah. Still with his like uh, his with, uniform yeah. top, you know, that yeah. has like the shoulder boards and everything, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. But yeah, I, I love the, the scene of him like his he can hear his stomach gurgling and then yeah. he's like grabbing his stomach and then he's grabbing his actual ass. Yeah. As if he's like going Holding to hold the, the, the feces like yeah. in his anus or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so my next note was the sumo and the schoolgirl and, like, how disturbing that was that you yeah. already brought that up. Well, so it makes, so this guy is, like, morbidly obese, and uh-huh. he's there to have sex with this girl. And so he has this heart attack, I guess, while he's on top of her, and then uh-huh. ends up, like, crushing her to death. So, the, um, okay, so, well, yeah, back to the, the first guest. They, they freak out that a guest has committed suicide in there. They don't want to call the cops because they don't want to get the cops involved because then, like you mentioned in the synopsis, they don't want to risk not getting any more guests because... Mm -hmm. So they decide that they're just going to bury this dude, like, in the side yard or Mm -hmm. or down by the river. And then they're so excited when the, like, the sumo guy and the schoolgirl show up because there are more guests, but then... He dies and then he crushes her and then they end up like mm-hmm. lowering him out of the <laughs> of the window and they decide that they're gonna uh, bury them as well and then I forget who someone else comes and and dies don't they isn't there like a another third set because then they have so to bury everyone someone had, else. so there's the first guy there's the sumo and the girl afterwards and then there is um. The con man. Oh, yeah, Richard Sagawa. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We're glazing over one really weird fucking scene, though, when they're watching TV. And um, <laughs> the news anchor, there's this bug flying around his head for, like, the whole broadcast. Yeah. And then it crawls up his nose. And he's like, <laughs> it's not coming out. And then yes. the next one is, like, the they change the channel and it's this like man in like uh women's attire like singing like really weird yeah and they're implying that it's actually a woman like yeah and they're like isn't isn't she the same age as you yeah they're remarking like how beautiful she is and whatever but yeah (laughs) it's takashi miike i guess (laughs) i don't know (laughs) 
Very weird. Another note was that it's much more of a musical than I remember it being. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, towards the end, um, they get a call from the government that they are going to start building yeah, the road. where they buried the bodies. Yeah, exactly where they had buried them, so then now they're going to have to move them. Yeah. Um, it, I kind of, like, started to drift in and out then. <laughs> yeah. Because then someone... There was, like, a guy that was wanted for murder. Like he, he murdered his wife. Um, so the cops come looking for him. They think that the jig is up. They think that they found the bodies of everyone that they buried. So Grandpa's going to turn himself in. And then that doesn't happen. Um, and then the murderer takes uh, um, the mom hostage. Yeah. Oh, that... that uh, okay, so he gets uh, the husband gets the murderer to get let go of her, right? Right. And then, um, like shortly after, the guy charges the husband <laughs> and like sta- allegedly stabs the son. The yeah. son sacrifices himself, right. and he's like saying all these nice things to him, like saying his last goodbyes. <laughs> yeah. And then he like acts like he dies and then the dad like lifts up his shirt and tiny little little grace and then he's just like oh and then stands up (laughs) that part was hilarious yeah Yeah. well because it did look like a lot of blood like it could have been a mortal wound and then i don't know being just like the superficial scratch yeah that wasn't even bleeding anymore yeah so yeah that that part was hilarious (laughs) um yeah I, i remembered it being weird but it was a lot weirder than I remembered and um well you know like immediately after that we're back into the claymation shit and the fucking volcano erupts in like a mudslide and then grandpa dies for a split second and his soul is leaving his clay body remember that (laughs) and and then like they're just like oh grandpa's gone (laughs) oh grandpa's back yeah like what the fuck he was back but then they then they established that like Two years later, he did drop one, dead. One year it's later, a, he dropped dead. But in that same scene, we see him illuminate with light and then fly up into the sky, and then they're all like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, like I, because he was, I don't, I don't know, because he was gone or because like he turned into light to heaven I, or I don't. Yeah, it was like so weird. I don't know how. So, how, do you think drugs or just uh, or what? What, like how do people a combination come of he's because weird that's he, just his like his mo anyway do you want to hear my my uh hypothesis i would love to. like um so you know how japan is like very like they've got this like get up like you need to be like a successful like businessman and like all this stuff yeah so they've a lot of them live like a very structured like conformist life Mm-hmm. So they probably feel they have all these like creative ideas that are being like squashed, yeah, for most of their lives. So anyone who does go into like the creative field <laughs> has to had, get all that shit out at once. He has to yeah. get it all out, and it's all so fucking weird. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. my hypothesis. Uh, it makes sense. That could be. It's probably very accurate. Yeah, because he is certainly <laughs> he doesn't pull shit. With yeah. this weird stuff. Yeah. Um, I think. I I also I was kind of in a bad mood like when I watched the movie because I watched it like after the Notre Dame game when they lost to Why did you do that? Well, you just I, wait till the day before like I do. <laughs> or like the it's like 2 the hours, hours before. before. Like, oh shit, I better hurry up. And get this <laughs> <in."> <laughs> uh 
Uh, no, I just, I wanted to, because I was thinking that we were going to be recording on that Tuesday, and right. the game was on, like, a Saturday or whatever, and so, I was like, I think I still had the other ones left to watch as well, so I was, like, going to try to, like, just knock them out. Well, you better so, get the next ones done pretty quick, then, because Notre Dame's got a really fucking big game coming up. Yes, they do. I'm glad you noticed. Um, yeah, I should probably watch those, then, ahead of time. Yeah. Because aren't they probably going to lose that? They're probably going to get demolished by yeah. Alabama. Yeah. So. Alabama. But, well, they got the leprechaun as on their team. <laughs> the Alabama leprechaun. Yeah. Could be a crackhead. Got into the wrong stuff. <laughs> Anyone that hasn't seen it, I'm sure like they're going to be like, what the fuck are yeah, these guys talking? Just look up Alabama leprechaun on <laughs> YouTube, and it is the most like. The funniest shit that you could ever possibly see. Well, I don't, that's kind of stretching it. It's, it's funny, but I don't know. About... There, it's like every minute in, in that is gold. <laughs> it is pretty funny. It, come on. Alabama like, leprechaun the gold? Sketch, I don't know. And then the guy with like the the hand carved like <laughs> fucking pipes like or uh, leprechaun flutes that is passed down from his grandfather. Yeah. And then the guy that wants to run to backhoe and uproot the tree because he's looking for leprechaun gold. Like every... It, it's just... It's hilarious. You, you got to see it. <laughs> Do you have anything more to say? I only have one piece of trivia, and it's not even very interesting. It was like a stretch. I guess not many people have probably heard of or seen this movie. Well, I mean, so. we've basically covered everything that happens. A lot a lot of the runtime is the songs. Yeah. So plot-wise, not a whole lot happens. You can, you can tell someone what happens in the whole movie in about a minute and a half. And we've done that, but it's taken us 25 minutes. Well, yeah, well, we were talking about Shaggy <laughs> D.A. And... That's true. Okay, so the one piece of trivia, had, and again, it's not very interesting, okay. actually, but it, it was a stretch. I'd already written the whole thing in the margin trivia, so right, I had to come up with it. something. Uh, Kat Von D., you know who she is? <laughs> oh, my God. She's the tattoo artist that yeah. had that show, L.A. Mm-hmm. Inc. She's named it her favorite film alongside Coneheads. <laughs> okay. So between this and Coneheads... Kat Von D's favorite movie. <laughs> All right, then. That's it. That was the one... That's the one piece of that's trivia. That's the one piece of trivia that I had to come up with. There was, like, two more things listed, and they were both, like, incredibly stupid and not yeah. even impactful. You know how on IMDb they have the, tri- like yeah. the trivia where it has, like, how many people thought it was yeah. useful or whatever, and it was, like, two out of 68 people found <laughs> this information useful. So That is what we have for happiness of the are you ready to move on to your choice? Hell yeah. Let's right. do it. He never died. Do you find the section? With again, the Rollinator. It's all out of all out of whack here because I watched him in, in different orders here. Okay. 2015's He Never Died with an IMDb rating of 6.4. Rotten Tomato score of 87%. So that's not bad. An audience score of sixty four percent. So uh-huh. I don't know. Like this is audience one of the, score is usually much higher. Yeah, because it's like the people instead of the critics. Yeah. So this was like more critically approved than audience. So I don't really know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Written and directed by Jason Cross Crosswich Crossick. All right, know. it's something Polish. I'm and I'm sorry. Uh, starring Henry Rollins, Boo Boo Stewart. The guy's name, uh, Boo Boo. A Boo Boo. Kate Greenhouse and Jordan Tedosi. What is your synopsis for this film? So this uh, immortal man uh, finds out that he has this 
daughter. The daughter shows up and then eventually gets kidnapped. He doesn't really give a shit, but eventually <laughs> he uh, decides to go and save her. Decides to give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's I'm... basically living like a... He's trying to live like a chill, nondescript life and then... Like, he used to be, like, a contract killer and, like, shit like that, so... Oh, my God. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right, so the actual IMDb synopsis. Oh, Jared, right, I was doing the synopsis. <laughs> a oh, social outcast the whole movie. is thrust out of his comfort zone when the outside world... Bri- what the hell? Let me just start over with that. All Jack, right. a social outcast, is thrust out of his comfort zone when the outside world bangs on his door and he can't contain his violent past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you started, you started mentioning like all the thing like that he used to be a contract killer. Mm-hmm. When he's like walking with that, so he, <laughs> like every day he goes to the same diner, yeah. right? And he has this like pseudo relationship with this waitress yeah. who, who's obviously like flirting with him, but he is just so like oblivious to it, or yeah. or maybe he's cognizant like, of it and he just yeah. doesn't want to engage, you know? So he just kind of well, like, look at this. He. Pr- so he's immortal, so he probably doesn't want to enter another relationship and watch another person die. Fair. I don't think he's always been as jaded and empty as he is in the scenes that we're seeing him. Yeah. After he, uh, countless amounts of... So we we find out later that he is like a biblical character, mm-hmm. basically. Well, yeah, he says that he's in the Bible. Yeah. he's He was really uh, Cain, right? When yeah. When he says Cain or something. Right, yeah. So he was really Cain who killed Abel, who was uh-huh. the son of Adam and Eve, yes. blah, blah, blah. And so he was, because of that fact, he was cursed to be immortal and yeah. have to consume like human flesh and yes. blood. Yes. So like kind of vampire vampire-like, but... He so can... he's probably loved before, but now he's, like, after... That, that's I'm just fucking headcanon right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's loved before, and after seeing so many lovers die, he just doesn't want to fucking, like, waste his time yeah. anymore. No, I get it. No, that makes sense. But it's, he, he still has, like, even though it's not, like, a romantic kind of feelings towards her, he mm-hmm. still has, like, an affinity for her. Right. And, he doesn't want to see her get hurt because then he, you know, comes to her defense. Right. When, like, the ex-boyfriend um, that she shares a car with, I guess. Yeah. Like, tries to um, get involved and, like, take the car. Mm-hmm. And then he, yeah, he he, he uh, intervenes in, in that altercation kind of thing. And then he decides that he's going to walk her back to, his, to her place. But... <laughs> Like the laugh out loud moment that's making me laugh again just thinking about it was, uh, so now she doesn't have a car because the boyfriend's right. stolen it, and uh, he asked her, you know, like how far she has to go, and she goes, oh, it's about twelve bucks, and he's like, you'll be all right, and he <laughs> like just, just starts yeah. to walk away, like because he's just so oblivious. Yeah. Okay, but then he decides that he is gonna mm-hmm. walk with her and he walks her back, and then she she asks him what he's like done. Yeah, like, well, what so she said in, like a, in a previous, you know, her previous life, she mm-hmm. used to do something else. I forget what it was, but then she, uh, oh, she owned a coffee shop or something, I think. Or a bakery? Ba- or, yeah, something, or something like that. And now she just is a waitress, like, uh-huh. working for someone else, and she actually despises it. But then she asked him what he used to do. And, and he ran off, like, this, like yeah. five-minute, like, sequence yeah. of, like, things that he uh, used to do. And it's, like... Every every occupation you can think of, yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. And it was like they're so 
disparate and mm-hmm. it, it's great I, I i loved it so much it was what did great. you think of uh henry rollins acting it was good i thought yeah. it was good too yeah i i think i mean he's been in other stuff before yeah. but I he mean, is an incredibly intelligent person yes he is yeah, yeah. I wonder if Hope will actually listen to this episode because... Does she, she like it. Henry Rollins? She loves Henry Rollins. Has she seen the movie, you think? I, I'm sure she has. She probably has like seen everything that Henry Rollins has ever well, done. Well, if I can ever convince her to get her fucking ass over here again. Whoa! Shots fired. Her yeah. Hope is our cousin, who, our yeah. beloved cousin, who we love very much. And yeah. she's super sweet and nice and... We... And not coming over to the fucking house anymore. <laughs> We're trying to get... To spend more time with her. Don't alienate her. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but she is a huge Henry Rollins. Like I did not know that. So, oh yeah, hmm. big time. So yeah, she probably has seen it, and maybe she likes it. Well, how could you yeah. not? I don't know. Maybe she might have a different opinion in her head about what roles he should take. I don't know if you have this take. in the trivia, but there is actually a sequel to this movie called "She Never." Died. She never died. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. I have yeah. it. Down, I, I have it. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen it either. Um, it looks pretty good. So Megan watched this with me, and she, she enjoyed it as well. Um, but she's like, "Oh, well, do we have to watch the other one?" I'm like, "No, nah, I don't think so. They're, it's not the same." Like, no. I mean, I'll probably watch it just out of curiosity's sake, but I'm I sure it's, it's not it's probably be very good. No, I, it, I from you the trailer, so? it looked like it was going to be. Fr- I mean, I, I didn't watch the trailer for it. I was just like, okay, if they. They just had some success with this one, so they're just going to rehash the I just same want, story, but with a female instead. Some just like mm-hmm. I just want more of this. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's if your biggest She's like draw to it was Henry I did Rollins. like Henry Rollins a lot, but well, I was also fascinated. I loved when um, he was like going to give her a bunch of money and stuff, and he just told her to like open up the chest and like get it. And he had like all these fucking artifacts and like pictures of him fighting in like World War One yeah. and like. Stuff like that. Like, just the whole concept of, like, this, like, immortal guy. Like, I want to see him back in, like, fucking centurion, centurion yeah. days, like, sure. fighting shit. You know what I mean? It's well, I'm so sure. Cool. I mean, it was a very low-budget film. And right. so I'm sure if they had a much larger budget, maybe we would have mm-hmm. seen some of, the, like, a flashback sequence or something where, like, those different time mm-hmm. periods, which definitely would have been interesting. But yeah. with what they had... Uh, they did an excellent job. I mean, oh, yeah. I think it was really, really good. I'm surprised that they even got, you know, Henry Rollins because mm-hmm. it's a big name. I mean, well, he must have liked like, the script or something. Yeah, but I, like, I mean, he's acted in, in other things before, but he's not, like, what you would, th- you think of him as a musician more yeah. so than you think of him as, as an actor. Mm-hmm. But he's still, like, a huge name. Like, yeah. So how they would even approach him or how they, I mean, like, writer must have like envisioned him in the role mm. and approached him and got lucky enough for him to say yes that's what i'm guessing happened um i was super, really glad that the kid didn't have a larger role because to me she was super annoying <laughs> really yeah oh. like super annoying yeah she and, wasn't in it a whole lot uh, but it didn't start out that way like it started out because it there it, we're introduced to her coming around pretty quick mm-hmm. and then it looks like she's just gonna camp out for his little sidekick yeah yeah and so then she kind of gets kidnapped and then mm-hmm. like he eventually doesn't really care at first because mm-hmm. like um he didn't even know that he had a daughter yeah he his interactions with his ex are like really strained he yeah tells her repeatedly like he hates her and don't ever call again and blah blah, blah. right um but then 
yeah, once he realizes that, yeah, they're probably going to, like, kill his daughter to get to him, um, he mm-hmm. decides that he's going to, like, take a stand and, and go right. after her. Um, but he he's very reluctant to hurt anyone or to kill anyone. It's basically just, you know, self-defense or if one of his, well, quote-unquote loved ones has been uh, mm-hmm. taken. Uh, he... He kills that one tooth though, and he like snaps off his hand to bring. And so my, I made the note that he's got finger food because he's yeah. like literally eating his fingers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, but it's another one that's kind of, again, with what they did with the the story and the premise, I think they did an excellent job. And, but it's one that yeah, it was it's kind of light on plot, and yeah. it's just hit the the strength of his presence in the role and his strong suit at acting is what really uh-huh. carried the film because yeah, yeah it's, kind of, it's kind of like blase. Yeah. But I mean, what do you have to fill in the blanks? Cause I, yeah, I'm looking over <laughs> at the time here and <laughs> uh Oh, cause usually our episodes are at least an hour. Yeah. Well, and... I mean, it's, okay. So the, the people like come around. Okay. So, Part, uh, he has this uh, agreement set up with like this medical student guy like or intern, someone that like yeah. works in, in a morgue or something mm-hmm. to get like body parts so that he can mm-hmm. sustain himself. Yeah, because um, he doesn't seem to want to kill anyone. Yeah, well, but then he also said that he was sober, so right, like sober from like drinking blood or eating Probably, flesh. Probably, yeah. So it's like he gets this stuff and then just keeps it in the freezer for like a rainy day. I guess, like yeah. just. The comfort of knowing that it's there and having yeah. it, but, like, not intending on actually... Like, if he needs it, yeah. Yeah. Because like, once he actually does start consuming it, he, like... Rages starts, out. Yeah, right. rages. So, okay, well, so that's the first interaction, is, like, they... These thug guys are trying to, like, shake down this intern, and they see him having an interaction with Jack, which is mm-hmm. Henry Rollins' character, and so those thug guys are looking for the intern and so they find jack Mm -hmm. and like break into his house and Mm -hmm. jack gets shot through the hand and like Mm -hmm. breaks the one dude's nose and whatever and just like basically Mm -hmm. kicks him out but then he was just like he's gonna go about his day like he just wraps his hand up goes to the diner like and then then they like drug him and then like they're like wondering why he won't fucking like pass out and stuff yeah remember that right well i think that it was meant to kill him i think Really? I thought yeah. they were trying to kidnap him. I, no, I think they were trying to kill him because oh, they really? wanted him out of the picture because oh. they, they were like commenting on about how he must have been like really super strong or virile because oh. it like took forever for him to like drop. Oh. But then they thought he was dead, and then he like comes back and like oh. kills the one dude at the pier. Uh-huh. And yeah, because they remember that they, they were just gonna like throw his corpse into the pier. Or oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but then he. I've seen this movie six times. Six times? <laughs> yes. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, they, that was meant to kill him, not just drug him, because oh. they were just going to dispose of his body, and then he ends up like actually killing. Well, he no, he kills two of the guys. He kills the one guy, like right before he gets thrown in the water, uh-huh. and then he comes back up and kills the other dude, and but yet, and that's the. One of the antagonists that's been after him like the entire time, and yet he lets him live. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So it's well to it's keep the plot going. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but even after when he's done with him at the end, like he he knows now that he's 
Okay, so now the waitress is in danger mm -hmm. because of her association with him. Mm -hmm. So, like you had mentioned, with his chest, that so he's got all these artifacts and, you know, like over a million dollars because he says that he's going to give her a million dollars if she just, like, gives him a ride to this place so that he can try to get his daughter back. Right. Um, but then she's supposed to, like, hightail it out of town and this and that because he doesn't want her getting involved with those yeah. same people. I like that one scene where they're, like, waiting for him in the diner and he just, like, walks in and he's, like, not... Like, they're holding all these people <laughs> hostage and he just, like, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, so then he, yeah, he just, like, walks into the bathroom, like, oh, I'm gonna take a leak or yeah. whatever. And the guy comes in there to kill him, and then he ends up like, <laughs> killing that guy, but walking out like with a knife stuck in yeah. his kidney, like he did, that he didn't even realize. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Well, so then him coming out, the waitress like sees that and starts mm -hmm. freaking out, and then he kills these other. Oh, so then the guy like walks up and like shoots him directly in the head. Yeah. And, like, nothing happens. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my God, what, what is going on? And yeah. so he kills these people, and then he's like, okay, yeah, I, I need your help, and blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, plucking the bullet out of his skull. With <laughs> yeah, these, like, with the, the tweet, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then she he explains that, um, you know, his story, he's immortal, and mm. this and that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then she's, like, all pissy with him instead of... He, so that so she liked him up until this point mm. and then now he's like just saved her life and mm. the life of like her boss mm. like the diner owner and like the the wife and yet she's all like pissed off at him and so i don't know if it's well, like, she's probably like traumatized well yeah it's like okay she's in shock and she's scared mm. and whatever but you just liked this person he just literally saved your life and now you're pissy with him well, so he's fucking like, hor fuck? he's horrifying because like he's she, imagine again, she say okay yes I granted she's in shock and blah 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 he just saved her life and yeah. she's treating him like absolute humans shit. are strange Eric the humans are stupid <laughs> and so that because she had been likable to that point and then mm -hmm. she was like being so abrasive to him and everything well like, he's abrasive through the whole movie <laughs> but that's just his nature and she's known that he is who he was from the very onset. Like, he was very standoffish and, you know, blasé from the get-go. Mm -hmm. And she knew that. But then for her to turn and be that exact same way was just, like, really off-putting. So, oh, and he always goes and plays bingo. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody will talk to him there. So, um, he tells his... Yeah, he convinces his daughter to... When she's still in the picture before she gets kidnapped to go and play bingo... And he says he never does, what, more than two or three cards yeah, at once. because it's too much to keep track of. But then after he starts uh, consuming the flesh and yeah. the blood, or he's got, like, 40 cards, yeah. and he's all, like, stamping all over the place. It, yeah. was, it was hilarious. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, it turns out that the, um, the club owner guy that he had used to work for back in the day that he did bouncing for had ended up, like, kidnapping his daughter mm -hmm. to get to him. Try to get him back in, like, the... To work for him again. Yeah. Allegedly. And so, I mean, he kind of had figured that out all along, mm -hmm. that that was what was going on, but it... Just took, didn't give a shit. Yeah. Because it just seemed like when he visited him the first time... He, he knew he that she her. was back there, yeah. Yeah, but he didn't do anything about it, yeah. and yet he still went through all the rigmarole of, like, going to visit the intern who was, like, in the hospital after beating up mm -hmm. the thugs to, like, put two and two together that it was that club owner... And it was, like, some 
revelation that mm. oh yeah it was the club owners like so who the fuck do you heard your daughter back there before right. unless, unless he just he thought, thought it was, it was like else, some other yeah. random girl that had been kidnapped yeah. and didn't give a shit like i don't know but that so that was weird but then he mm. ends up you know going to take that dude out um and then has a visit from god apparently i think the devil was it the devil i think it's the devil uh, i don't i don't know Somebody. It's not really. They don't say. But. Some guy. Yeah. That was. There's the movie. That's pretty much it. Yeah, he gets yeah. his daughter back and. That. Well, now he's. And then he turns into a woman and then he's in the sequel. <laughs> well, now if it was actually Henry Rollins, like in drag in the sequel, then I'd, I'd be on board for that. But yeah. if it's. Yeah, I don't know. I like, it, might, it might be good. I'll tell you what, I'll watch it, and then I'll let you know how it is. Okay, yeah. Because it, it seems like you're always so apt to take my movie advice. <laughs> oh, such disdain. Dude, I just, like, was praising Saul, and you're like, uh, to be determined. <laughs> we'll see if I can fit it into my tight schedule. Oh, my. Yeah. I don't like musicals. So, Oh, yeah, well, it's a Disney thing, so is it a musical? For, no, actually, like for so well, the it's whole all movie, about music too. Yeah, listen to this. So with how much focus there is on music, there's very little like I'm singing exposition. <laughs> like there's very little of that. There's there's a lot of like really nice jazz scenes. I don't know how you feel about jazz, but mm. as I as the older I get, the more I fucking love jazz. It's fantastic. Smooth jazz, wonderful. It, I used to hate it. I thought it was pointless because there was no words. It is it is beautiful. Okay. One of the most creative forms of music. It's like me and broccoli. I didn't used to like broccoli, and now I like it. Yeah, exactly. I made you listen to some smooth jazz. Tastes change. They evolve as you, you as you, you age. If you want to live a good life, you need to adopt uh, interest in all the things that I like. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> is that so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can't you see how happy I am? <laughs> You're glowing. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the radiation. I was just going to say that. You beat me to it. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to get into the trivia? Yeah. Do Unless we have, have more than one? We have two. Okay. <laughs> I had, uh, Were they deemed helpful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hear them. Okay. So in one scene, Jack takes out an ancient knife and reads the inscription... Leginum convicto scientia veritate, which means, quote, knowledge of the law, conviction of the truth in Latin. And I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Second piece of trivia. Okay. At the end, Jack makes a reference to impaling many people in Wallachia. This statement implies that he was known as, or was at least associated with, Vlad the Impaler, oh. who was his principal Wallachia. And the inspiration for Bram Stoker's character, Dracula. Wow. And they also, like... We're saying, are you a vampire? And he's like, don't say that. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So that whole last line about it being the inspiration for Bram Stoker's character Dracula, I added that just by my own knowledge because I know a lot about landing. And I'm guessing I'm, I'm not like, nodding my head. Like, yes. like, ooh, like a bobblehead. Because for some reason, they whoever wrote that piece of trivia didn't decide to put that in. Mm-hmm some reason because they were plebeian <laughs> okay but that's Jeez. that's all i had very high and mighty <laughs> mm-hmm. hoity toity hoity. Hoity, yeah. 
Hoity toity, that's another H thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fitting with the theme. Yeah. Yeah. Hamburger helper. There's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a look on your hand grenade, a head grenade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I told you we should have live streamed it. <laughs> well, uh, tell you what, do the, do the poll. Yeah. The next poll say, if we did a live stream, would you watch the video? Because once we do the live stream, we have the video. Yeah. I can upload it in HD. Okay. I can prop it up right over there. We'll yeah. both be in the thing. And then we can go... <laughs> yeah, make little faces. And... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I, I was saying when I was recording with Jake and David from Life is Unfair, like that kind of... I, a lot of my reactions was based off of mm -hmm. their facial expressions mm -hmm. and everything. The shit that, you know, that we were... And how did you react when I was like, hey, do you want to live stream it today? I was like, who the hell is going to watch that? <laughs> no, you're like, why the fuck would we do that? I did not I'm, say that. I, what a stupid idea from a stupid brother who I hate. <laughs> oh my, yes, and then I've sat here for going on 50 minutes now having a discussion with you. Well, I took I, your car keys. <laughs> <laughs> you hit him under this ugly pillow. <laughs> oh, Whoa. oh, shit. That's fired. Is that not an ugly pillow? Come on. It's pretty, it's very large is what I don't like about it. It's, it's very off-putting. It's kind of, it's disturbing. It kind of looks like a large testicle. <laughs> Something is very wrong with his health if his uh, testicles are, mm -hmm. are that uh, pink and inflamed. See, another reason we should have live streamed it. So, like, yeah. how, what are they talking about? Video evidence of this, uh, yeah, I don't know. They have to use their imagination like some sort of degenerate. Yeah, well, I can take a picture of it and put it, you know, okay. upload it on the, on the Twitter. So okay. That, you know, not many people. Are you going to be holding it? I'll take your picture holding it. <laughs> Eric for size. Scale. As a testicle. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Get to the ratings. Yes, the ratings. Okay. Yeah. Start with happiness. I, <laughs> I, was, I I don't know. I guess I was just going to blow past that and be like, yeah, follow shit underage. We don't even care about talking about these movies. <laughs> yeah, you seem like, like what the hell? We have going, another thing crazy. to do. I'm going absolutely insane. <laughs> Too much happiness of the Calcaries. <laughs> I think so. You're turning yeah. into clay. <laughs> My uvula. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so happiness of the Calcaries. You can go ahead and go first. I don't know. Um... As it was getting closer to ending, I started liking it more. But, like, it seems... Because like, it was ending? No, no, just I didn't have so much interest in it, like, through, like, the beginning to the halfway point. But as it was, like, starting to, like, reach... Like, it seemed like the climax was, like, at the fucking end, you know? There wasn't really much climax in the middle, like, how a movie is supposed to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think by nature, climax is the end. No, because there's the climax, then it goes down, and then the movie ends. You don't fucking... Thanos doesn't have the big fight, and then the movie fucking ends. But he has the big fight, and then there's a bunch of boring shit, <laughs> and then the movie ends. Okay. You ever seen a story arc before? Yes. You think it just go the bar goes all the way up, and then the movie's over? No, not like roll credits, like right at the completion of the climax but i'm saying by nature that is how like the climax is always towards the end of the film anyway okay. there's fair enough okay <clears throat> excuse me um so yeah happiness of the catacuries i that being said i will rate it 
didn't like it a whole lot. You know, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't hate it. That's yeah. average. That's an average rating. Well, it's above average because okay. an average rating would be five. Would be five. Okay. Jeez, Dylan. What? You were like <laughs> fucking to, on the phone. You were like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Just watch a couple of clips of it. You don't even have to watch the whole movie. <laughs> Remember you said that? Yeah, I did. But okay, because I again uh, coming off of the fact that I was in a bad mood when I watched it from the Notre Dame review. Uh-huh. The fact that it was more of a musical, musical. than I remember. Um, I think I, I remember it more finally now talking in hindsight about it than I actually did when I was physically watching, watching it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think six and a half is a fair enough score. I'll give it slightly higher and say like 6.8. Okay. Yeah, it, again, it was another one of those that just didn't have the same resonance with me. Like, I remember when we first started discussing this podcast like years ago we had this idea for doing this and um what's going on nothing i'm pulling on my movie like keep going okay years ago we had this discussion that we were going to do this and uh i remember bringing that up that that was going to be my pick for h uh and I don't know why, because it must have just had, like I said earlier on, it had that much impact on me initially that uh, I said, yeah, we have to talk about it. And <laughs> now I kind of wish that we did something else. And maybe we would have had a higher rating than like six and a half. The more, the further we get into this podcast, the more I see how much you influenced me when I was a child. You were showing me a bunch of really fucking weird stuff. That you should not have seen yes. as early. Yes. yes. So I've turned you into the man that you are today. Yeah. Yes, you on, did. Based on the awful media that I introduced <laughs> you to early. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what big brothers are for. Yeah, I think the first I boobs I ever doing. saw in a movie were from the South Park movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yes, like the animated angels that you're yeah. like trying to cover your eyes for. That's what I, had, I was supposed to do, Eric. I had to cover my eyes. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Dylan. Now I have to cover you're my, my dick. Oh my god. For animated angels? Oh yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> okay, uh, he never died. Love it. Um, like I said, this will be the sixth time I've watched it. I'm going to give it a fucking nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. That's, I think it's great. That's strong. That's strong. Anything else to add? Just going with that? Just it's a great like, movie. Okay. All right. Henry uh, Rollins is fantastic in it. Uh, the whole, like I said, the whole immortal thing is just really interesting. Like, you could make, like, a whole show about it, you know, like, it, different through the ages. And, yeah. Like he was just, very likable. Well, I mean, yeah. well, not really. Not really. He's that's yeah. kind of by nature. He was not a likable character, right? But, but was, somehow you still like him. Yeah, and you want him to like be all right. And yeah. Well, that's kind of how I felt about the guy. Uh, what's his name? Um, Sheridan Whiteside from the Man Who Came to Dinner. He was like very caustic, very acerbic. He was like a, a dick to everyone until like pretty much the end. But that was kind of like, okay, that's his character. And once you can get past those kind of mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. you 
you like him. And that's how I felt about Jack. Like, okay, he's very standoffish, very off-putting, but that's his nature, that's his way, and he's likable for that respect. So, right. yeah, I really liked it a lot. I mean, it came on very high recommendation uh, on you. Mm-hmm. I kind of held off for a long time on watching it just because I didn't know how it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm very glad that I watched Good. it. Um, I'm not going to give it a nine and a half. Because that's reserved for fucking demon night. <laughs> yes. And then Rudy is going to get a fucking 23 out of 10. Yeah, 45. Wait, what is that was his number? What was 45. Rudy's uh, number? 45, yeah. 45? Yeah. Uh, Eric, do you know the Hamburger Helper mascot's name? No. Take a guess. Glovey? Very close. It's Lefty. Lefty. Yes. Why are we talking about the hamburger helper mascot? Just, oh, because H. Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking of some new merch ideas. <laughs> Might kind of run into a problem with that though. Okay, you're gonna have to explain this one to me. What? Okay. So for our merch, we'll use the hamburger helper mascot, and we'll sell shirts with that on it. Why? That way, we don't have to design our own. <laughs> but why the hamburger helper mascot? Because I just said it. it the more I say it. The more it will be ours. Okay, so I thought you wanted the hamburger or the. Uh, now I'm saying it too. I thought you wanted <laughs> the the head grenade, hand grenade kind of thing. That's how it will. Well, we need more than one merch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still okay. I I get the whole connection because of the H thing and the alliteration, but I'm not. What What is the significance of the hamburger helper logo? And so I'm, I'm not following. Just because you think he's a cute character. I had a picture of him on my computer. I also have this word file that says Lefty the Hamburger Helper Helper. I don't know what that is. I don't know. I think that I was going to show you a picture of him to solidify. But yeah, we've already got two merch ideas right here. I don't know if any of that's going to pick up. I just Oh. So check it out. We got here's one that I haven't told you about yet. Oh god, okay. Um so we'll have we'll have your face. Uh-huh. And then I'll say, too long! <laughs> wow, my, what, my face is too long? Or <laughs> No, you, you're going to be saying it. It'll be like a little fucking speech bubble coming out of your face, and you're going to say, too long! But why would I say? Because you said it. You said it in that one episode when you were making fun of me. Okay. And it's, it was an iconic moment. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would agree. <laughs> so we got the, I've heard of hand grenades before, but yeah. never head grenades. Well, we got that. Isn't that, I thought you said that that was also going to be my head with the grenade in my mouth. Yeah. Well, so my, my face is going to be plastered all over everything. What about, what about your face? Are you are you going to put your face on the hamburger helper? I know that's a great idea. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. I think we should. That sounds wonderful. You can do Photoshop. Yes, I can. Oh, can and you I, do that for me? I will. I would love to do that. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be amazing. Did I show you the metaphor shark that I did for Jake and David? No. Did I tell you about? Okay, uh-uh. so while we were on their podcast, and I, I don't know if that part is going to be actually in the episode or if they're going to cut it, but they were saying that. Uh, Jake had showed David the Sharknado series of films. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, and David was in absolute hell. And so they were in, like, the third or fourth one, I think they said. Ugh. David was just like, what? Why are we continuing to... Why are you, like, subjecting me to this? And Jake said, very matter-of-factly, they're metaphors. The sharks are metaphors 
for sharks. <laughs> so I took the Sharknado uh, poster and I, I took out the Sharknado title and put metaphors and sent it to them. And they, they both absolutely loved it. Yeah. So I said, if you guys ever need any kind of uh, photograph, um, to photograph, uh, Photoshop stuff, you know, I'm not like a pro at it by any stretch, but I'll, I'll do what I can. So I'm going to make that my profile picture <laughs> when, you, when you give me that. <laughs> okay, we'll have to... Okay, so now we have a lot of homework assignments. Uh-huh. Another H theme. So do I have that. anything to do? Well, we both have to show each other those clips. The the Shaggy DA thing, the Harold Boy <laughs> clip. Yeah. And now I need to get a photo of you so that we can put you on the okay. Helper thing. So. Good thing I shaved. That'll make it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Did, did I even rate what the fucking thing is? Did I ever say? Did I say? Oh, no. I, you, eight, let's just say it again. 8.5. 8.5. Yeah. Okay. Good movie, strong showing, can't rate it as high as you did. Because that would be putting it on par with Demon Knight. Yeah, it's definitely not on par with Demon Knight. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, do, do we have anything else to mention or discuss? Well, I mean, we, no. <laughs> okay. We will be back. Uh, we're doing next week again because we we wanted to kind of keep on schedule. So we're okay, be what is your iMovie? Mm, to be determined. You don't know yet, or you just don't uh, want to say yet. I'm, I'm between a couple of them. Have you seen the one that I'm making you watch? I saw the devil. Yeah, I have not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of the I was like reading the thing on imdb so some of the subject matter i think i'm gonna have to watch that one on my own not with megan so. oh yeah 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 so i'm gonna have it's to a very that. upsetting movie yeah i so i think i'm gonna try to knock that one out like probably tomorrow because i'm still on vacation and she's at work till when till the fourth oh I mean, pretty soon, once we get that merch made, you can just... <laughs> we'll be rolling in it, and then yeah, we're like, I'm quitting this little book. <laughs> I'll see yeah. you later. Here, it's a free shirt. <laughs> Dylan's face on a hamburger helper glove. <laughs> yeah. No, you'd, you'd give him the... You'd, you'd have the too long one, and you'd be like, you know how long I've been here for? <laughs> too long. Too long. <laughs> yeah. Very, Dylan thinks two-hour movies are too long. <laughs> All right. So we're going to file that under H, and we'll see you next week. Hold on, what's an H word for goodbye? Hasta la vista. There you go.